The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has now what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We are also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup free roll. $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November the 16th, which means we are here to preview week number 11. I am Moneyline Mac, Ryan McIntyre, joined by my co-host and friend, Justin Mark, a.k.a. J-Mark Football. J-Mark, what's going on, man? It's You know, it's a good day. I didn't have to work today. Had the day off. Went and got a new haircut. I don't know if you have scissors and scotch over there. But you go and you get your haircut, and then you get a uh, drink, an alcoholic drink. So I had an old-fashioned after my haircut. It's best idea anybody ever had. No, we don't use scissors in West Virginia. We just straight to the buzz cut. So, yeah, no, that's why I keep it simple with mine, and then there I throw go. a ball cap on. Um, NFL-wise, we're already in week 11. I feel like I say that every single week, but it's, it's flying by. Weather is really impacting this upcoming slate this week, especially in Buffalo, and we'll touch on that. Uh, going back to week 10, anything pop in your mind on what stood out with, with those games in, now in the books? I mean, it stood out that my Bears lost. That pissed me off. So there's that. <laughs> um, not, we had a lot of good games again, and none better than your commanders upsetting the undefeated, previously undefeated Eagles. Yes, and uh, you could say that again for everybody in the back. Taylor <laughs> Heineke and the Washington Commandos go into the link and their undefeated season. It, I mean, it was a great game for Washington because it, the game plan was established to run. Kind of Houston, I thought, the week before laid out the blueprint on how to beat Philly, but Houston just didn't have the horses with Damian Pierce and then a limited offense. So I thought Washington, if they just ran the ball with Robinson and Gibson, they would have a chance. And of course, I mean, everybody saw the game with the time of possession, the amount of plays that they ran. That's how you got to beat a team like Philly or a Buffalo or Kansas city. When you're not on the same level as talent, I know everybody wants to blame the officials, but in the end, Philly got dominated in the trenches, I thought, from pretty much after the first drive when Heineke fumbled when Philly went up 7 nothing. But nonetheless, Washington, my team, in the playoff race, and they got a tricky one this week, and we'll touch on that. Yeah, um, and I hear a little hesitation on your part, so just wait till you hear how I feel about the game. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, this is the typical as a uh, – as a former coach, I guess this is like the perfect, like let down spot, look ahead spot. And you're like, 
we just got to get through this week somehow it coming off the emotional win. Everybody saw the videos of Ron in the locker room. So we'll touch on that. Uh, shout out to the chats live, live in and up here. So, uh, uh, anything that stands out in week 11 so far, I mean, going into this slate, I know your favorite team plays on Thursday night against the Titans. So that's going to be a good one. <laughs> that will be a good one. I'm, I'm obviously really pulling for the Titans there. Looking at the slate, we're going to talk about we have some big lines. We have some lines that kind of that kind of stink. Like they just don't yeah. look right when you look at them. So it's going to be another interesting week. I mean, every week because we were just talking about it before we jumped on here. This has been a wild year. There have no been doubt. you know teams winning blowout games that they shouldn't, um, upsets that you didn't think were going to happen at all. Like it's been a wild year. Yeah, no, it has been a wild year. I mean. I think what we've had four, five, or maybe even six double-digit dogs that have won the games outright on the money line. So it's a year where if you just played the dogs on the money line, you're definitely profitable uh, this season. And I mean, we do have some lines that stink, like you said, and we also got some lines that have been jumping up and down, back and forth, just because of injury reports. For example, Philly coming off the Monday night game, they're uh, going to Indy and that line has kind of jumped around a little bit too. And then you throw in the uh, Buffalo weather and, and anything in the Northeast area, it seems like is going to get hit by the storm this weekend. Yeah, it, it will be interesting because it sounds like it's going to be a big storm, but the actual game day, it might not be snowing too bad, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. This is, yep. this is why there should be no domes because that just makes football more fun. Doesn't it? I mean, I'm on board with Colby, get rid of dome football. Play it like it's meant to be played. Yeah, That's no. Right. Everybody, go check out the college football experience where you'll hear uh, Pick Dundee uh, vent about how much he hates fucking domes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, before we dive into this slate, I need to get us paid. Thinking about uh, placing a wager on some games this weekend, you need to go over to Win Bet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Win Bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on winbet.com. Be on the lookout for win bet win hour each Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. in the Eastern time zone during win bet win hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on win bet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. They have great promos, odds and payouts that are happening right now at win bet. From boosted same-game parlay to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet win bet has what you need to win today. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Presented in a state where you play WinBet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All righty. Let's dive into this week 11 slate, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, who we got in the chat? Do we have one sharp shark or no? We have uh, <laughs> shark incognito. Yeah, the, the other who's shark. got the same one sharp shark logo, but with a little uh, um, nose and glasses on hiding there. So there you go. <laughs> who knows the real identity? 
Yeah, you know, everybody, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One sharp shark thinks of us 100-100. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, but, yeah, moving along into this slate, let's lead it off with the game I've been teasing. This uh, Cleveland Browns and Buffalo Bills game, the Bills are laying eight points, over under at 41. You're probably wondering, how the hell is Buffalo only favored by eight? How is the over under only set at 41 with Josh Allen and this offense? And the reason is, is there is a big time storm going through Buffalo that I'm sure Adam can break down for us, but uh, we'll break it down first and take our shot at it. J Mark, what do you think here, man? Yeah, this one is tough just because of the storm. Um, And Buffalo has lost two in a row, lost outright to the jets, lost to the Vikings. This definitely feels like a get right spot. However, they've not covered a spread this big since beating Pittsburgh 38 to three a month ago, October 9th. Um, so it, it's a tough one for me because I do think this could end up being a close game, but or do the Browns do well? They run the ball. Buffalo is seventh best stopping the run. And that's where I think they can kind of overwhelm this Browns team. I think the Browns defense will get stopped by this offensive line. And it just, this is a get right game. I think Buffalo needs to come out snow or not. They need to come out and show that they are the dominant team after dropping two in a row. So I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Bills. I'm a little cautious about it, but I'm going to roll with them in the 8 points. How about you? Yeah, so same. I think this is a get right spot. I I you reference that 38 to 3 game. That's kind of the game that I'm envisioning. I don't know if they'll be able to score as many just because of the weather elements. But I mean, Brissett as an underdog is not good. Uh 6 and 22 straight up and uh on the road he's 4 and 17, so even worse and Stefanski also as a dog is only 5 and 13. So I really like the Bills in a get-right spot here. Um, crazy that they, all of a sudden, just like that, they went from no doubt Super Bowl front runner to all of a sudden second place in the AFC East with the Dolphins all of a sudden emerging. But I'm with you. I think this is a get-right spot for the Bills. I think they could stop the Browns' r- rushing attack, and I don't see how Cleveland throws the ball in these weather elements too. Yep, 100% agreed. Um, Sharkwin Cognito here has a question. Is Buffalo even going to win the AFC East? I think they will. I think I think they'll end up um, almost winning out here, kind of running the table. So, wh- what do you think? Yeah, sorry, I was reading the other shark quit uh, <laughs> comment <laughs> right before that, making me laugh. Uh, yeah, no, I think Buffalo is going to end up winning the East it, because Miami still has to go to Buffalo, and Tua doesn't like playing in the cold. And I I, I think that game I want to say is around week fifteen, week sixteen. So I. I'm going to just take Buffalo in the experience. We kind of saw them do this last year as well, where they kind of got like the chiefs, they get bored and yeah. they just go through the motions. And I mean, let's be honest. Hey, last week was a freak loss. I mean, Josh Allen fumbles the ball on the quarterback sneak and that's how they lose the game. So yeah, no, I like the bills that end up getting it done. I actually think they're going to catch the chiefs too and get the one seat because they have the tiebreaker. Yep. I agree. So we are one for one, and I think you can agree this is a great tease game for us, teasing the Bills down. Absolutely, for sure. For when when we get to that segment. Yep. All righty, next game. Oh, man, your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. Winners of two in a row now, both in the NFC North, are headed to the Meadowlands. The Giants are only laying three despite being seven and two. Shout out to Kramer. He's saying how disrespected these New York football Giants are. Over under 45. Dan Jones, 7-2 with Brian Dayball. What do you think here, uh, J. Mark? 
God, I got nothing nice to say about these Lions. So I'm sitting in my buddy's bar watching them uh, beat the Bears while the wife was out shopping. He's a big Packer fan. So I say, damn it, isn't it embarrassing losing to the Lions? And he's like, that's true bear fashion. You just lost the game, but you're still insulting the Packers. So um, shout out to him. (laughs) Detroit's won two in a row, both as underdogs. So kudos to them, but... I think that ends now. The Giants have a little bit of hope in their eyes after the Eagles lost. The Cowboys lost again. So they're feeling pretty good about their 7-2 and two record, and they've been pretty good against the spread this year. So, it, you know, I think it's their time to capitalize, and they know that, and I think they do that by getting another win. I know the Lions play close games, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Giants by three here. How about you? Yeah, so I've gone back and forth on this one. I don't feel great about it just because – the Giants don't blow anybody out, it seems like, and I do think they're a little fraudulent. I know Kramer likes bashing everybody that says that, but <laughs> all the advanced stats, I know he says nerds, 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 but like they, I, I think they're going to be able to run the ball with Saquon Barkley. That's the main handicap uh, of this game. Weather, it's going to be windy and cold, so I, they're not going to get the snow that's happening in Buffalo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points. I, I think this game comes right down to the wire. Typical Lions game where it's exciting all the way through. I could see the Giants winning by one or two, so I'll take the points when in doubt, and I think two evenly matched teams overall. I'll sound clip that and send it to Kramer for your, for your performance review. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if I'm doing very well after I just crushed the Philadelphia Eagles, too, with our <laughs> <Right>. other <laughs> – with uh, Sean, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're we're on different sides of that one, and here we go. Next game, looking forward to hearing your handicap of this one. Your Chicago Bears are headed to that filthy dome, as Colby would say in ATL. <laughs> uh, Falcons are laying three. Falcons started the season six and zero, covering darlings, and all of a sudden they've lost four in a row against the spread. Struggling as of late, coming off the Thursday night loss to the Panthers, over under forty nine and a half. Bears get right here. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to say too much on this because everybody knows I'm just taking my homer pick. I'm going with the Bears. The Falcons don't do well as favorites anyways. Yes. Like they, they covered well when they were the dog. As the favorite, not so much. But um, since I'm the homer here and we know I'm taking the Bears, I want to hear your take. Are you taking the Bears? And if so, why? Yeah, well, the first thing is I think this game is going to be probably the high scoring game of the weekend, which is yeah. like the average person is like, what? The, the Bears and Falcons, like Mariota and Justin Fields. I don't know if it for anybody that hasn't watched the Bears in the last couple weeks, I text you every game during the Bears. I, I like watching this team. They're entertaining with Justin Fields. It feels like he runs for almost 200 yards every week, and he yeah. breaks off a 60, 70-yard run. If he could just limit the turnovers, then it, it, it just takes their whole offense to another, another level. I think this Bears team – is going to go on a little bit of a second half push here. I think they're a little better than the record. And I think that I'm with you. I think the Falcons are, are kind of broken. Now everybody's kind of figured out Mariota. He is a backup and we've seen it with backups where they get hot for four or five games and they kind of regress and come back to the mean a little bit. Um, I'm with you. I like the bears outright in this game. Cause I, I don't see how this Falcons defense, which struggles already stops this bears offense. It's rolling, especially in the dome. So fields will be able to, he'll be even faster in the dome. And I think, um, you know, everybody talks about his rushing ability. I think after this game, those Falcons secondary is so banged up. They have so many injuries there. 
I think they're going to be talking about his passing after this game. I think he has a breakout passing game, still runs well. I mean, that's what he does, and you have to have him do that. We saw what happens at the first half of the year or first half of the games we had when you don't let him run the ball, you don't roll him out of the pocket. Like, that's not his style of football. He's still going to run. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how high his rushing over under on the books goes because it was yeah. at 58 and a half this, this week. Um, of course, he had another 60-some yard rushing touchdown. So how how high do they have to take do they have to put that before you won't take it? A hundred? No doubt. Yeah, no, I mean he's he seems like he's gonna get the attempts to get to a hundred, and especially in the dome against a bad defense. I think he goes for over a hundred again. And I think I I don't want to jinx you, but I think the wrong team favorite. I think the Bears are the better football team, and I think they're gonna win the game outright. 100% agreed. Also, Sharkwin Cognito likes the Bears 27-24, but only if I'm not listening. So just so we can roll with that, I won't listen to it, Sharkwin. your ears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Take the headphones off. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's move along to a uh, division matchup here in the AFC East. Uh, low total here at 38.5. We just saw this game a couple weeks ago. The New York football Jets are headed to New England to face their nemesis, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots are laying 3.5. Is there any chance the Jets get it done against Belichick this time around? I mean, if they couldn't beat them um, at their home turf, can they go into New England and beat them? I don't think they can. Um, the rematch a couple weeks ago, of course, Patriots won by five. I was on the wrong side of that one. I'm not going to do that again. So I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to believe in them. Um, and You know, only three and a half this time. So I like it. And if you look at this Patriots team, they've been playing pretty decent football. They beat the Lions 28 to nothing, beat Cleveland 38-15. Now they did get destroyed by a far superior team, the Chicago Bears, <laughs> 33 to 14, but they beat the Jets 22-17 and then the Colts 26 to 3. I know those aren't necessarily great teams minus the Jets record-wise, but they've been playing good football. They're putting up good scores. Their defense is stopping enough. Uh, big rival rivalry game. Blah, can't talk. So, it, am I crazy taking Patriots here? No. Okay, Death good. taxes. Belichick beats the Jets. <laughs> I mean, it's a simple handicap. He's beat him thirteen times in a row. The last quarterback to beat Belichick for those New York Jets is Ryan Fitzpatrick in twenty fifteen. Uh, he's not walking through that door. We know Zach Wilson struggles against uh, these Belichick defenses, and it's just short two years, three starts against him. He's he's really, really struggled, and I just don't think they could score on this New England defense. Yeah. No, the, their defense is playing great, and that's – I mean, that's what Belichick has been known for, right? A good defense. Obviously, he was also known for having a guy named Tom Brady who won a lot yep. of Super Bowls for him. But um, funny thing, you bring up the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing. I don't know if you've ever heard him talk about him and Brady's relationship – but he has beat Brady multiple times in his career, and Brady never shakes his hand after the game. So he hates Brady. Brady's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny hearing um, Fitzpatrick talk about him because he seems like such a laid-back guy. But you ask him about Brady, and he hates him. I know. I know. <laughs> it is great. And, hey, add this to the list as well. Uh, nuggets going in our favor. Belichick off a bye in his regular season tenure in New England, 15-6 and six straight up, 11-6 and six, uh or 11 and nine ATS. So more trends going in our favor, more time for Belichick to prepare usually means a better new England result. Absolutely. Had to throw in shark Quinn's comment there, that FTX fraud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and TB good. 12, uh, two in a row after, uh, getting divorced. 
Maybe yeah. that was his get right spot. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, before we continue with this slate, I got to get us paid just one more time, and we're going to talk about the other football. Uh, that is the World Cup. Soccer is here, and uh, we're brought to you by the SUPN World Cup free roll. $250 cash and $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, so make sure you get that. Make sure to check out all our World Cup content on the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We are also brought to you by ourselves at the SGPM Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, which means Christmas will be here just one month after that. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPM Merch Store. SGPM Gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the D-Gen in your life. I personally really like uh, this new SGPN shirt I got. I got a college... Uh, basketball experience shirt as well and um i know that there's some good fantasy football uh merch as well with j mark and his crew over there and you know what the best part is from now until thanksgiving you can get 10 percent off because all you have to do is use a great code and that code is dallas sucks that's that's uh, at the store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code dallas sucks if you need me to spell it out d-a-l-l-a-s S-U-C-K-S. Dallas sucks. I love reading that every time I get to <laughs> I it. Know. I, it. It's my favorite part of the show. So uh, shout out to all you uh, Dallas Cowgirl fans out there. So uh, moving along in the slate, we got. Hold up. Once... Before we, before we oh, move yeah. on, Shark Quinn wants everybody to know that we do have a shirt that says, ask me about my third leg. And then at yeah. the bottom in small print of my parlay. Shout out to Greg Olson. There you go. I got it back up there. I thought yeah. that was the old comment. Yeah, my bad, Shark Quinn. Yes, uh, we do have a third leg shirt. So uh, third leg of your parlay. <laughs> hey, uh, whoop, where'd it go? All right, back to uh, there we go. I got it back up on the chat. Everybody following on YouTube. We got the lines right there at the bottom of the screen. And if you're watching, you can see that the Philadelphia Eagles, once unbeaten until Monday night when Taylor Heineke ended that, are laying six and a half at the Colts. The look ahead was around what nine, eight and a half, nine points mm-hmm. over under 44. A lot has changed with these two teams over the last week. I think that's an understatement. Obviously, with Indianapolis, the coaching change bringing over Mr. Get Up, uh, Jeff Saturday. They go back to Matt Ryan, he unretires, I guess, in Indy, and they get a big win in Vegas. And then for these Eagles, all of a sudden they're really banged up and uh, their undefeated season is gone and injuries to Goddard. Um, obviously, they already had lost Davis, and that's why the run defense is so suspect lately. Jay Mark, what's your handicap on this game? I, I struggle with this one. Yeah, the, and this line movement's been crazy. Two weeks yes. ago, um, I filled in for you on the Look Ahead show, and the books must have had an error because the Eagles were actually underdogs at three or three and a half. They jumped at one point up to ten and a half. Now, you know, with the Colts winning, the Eagles losing. Congrats to your Commanders. And this is uh, this is at six and a half now. I know the Commanders just beat them, even though there were, you know. A lot of people made a big deal about those calls, right? Questionable yeah. calls or non-calls. But here's the deal. If you want to be one of the best football teams in the league, don't have it come down to the last plays of the game. You know, be, no be winning enough that a bad call doesn't shoot you in the foot. So that's kind of my take on that. We've all You have bad calls in every game. Every single game, there's missed calls. So you just got to play well enough that it doesn't affect your team. Anyways, 
Jeff Saturday. I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Um, Jeff Saturday got his first win with Matt Ryan, which was a surprise. Um, but the Eagles are not the Raiders that the Colts just beat. They're they're a better team despite the injuries. I think they're going to get back on track here. I think they're going to cover this spread. Um, and, you know, I just have to say, I do like Jeff Saturday's press conferences. And I'm going to use kind of his intro press conference in, I think, all of my interviews where he's just like, you know what? I might suck. We might find out I suck. Anybody could suck at a job, but I might be good, too. I'm going to start using that because that just seems like a great selling point, does it not? <laughs> but hey, don't, don't sell yourself short. That's, that's right. That's <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm not going to I'm going to sell him short this week. I'm going to ride with the Eagles. Are you are you taking the Eagles? You're going to keep fading them. Oh, man, I. This line movement is puzzling, other than the Philly yeah. injuries. But I think Indy can run the ball on them with Jonathan Taylor. I just saw it on Monday night with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. I'm going to take the points. Um, I think probably the Eagles do end up getting it done. I know Sirianni has time, has done his time in uh, Indy before that. He comes from that Frank Reich staff, so maybe a little revenge angle since Frank Reich just got fired. True. Um but I, I think this Eagles team is just a little vulnerable right now. And but I mean, we saw it on Monday night. We saw it we saw it the week before that when they kind of struggled with Houston, I thought. Yeah, it, you know, that is a good point. They did struggle with Houston more than they should have, anyways. But yep. don't don't sell your commander short. I think they just got beat by a good team. Superior um, team. That's right. And the Eagles should know all about teams winning with Wentz's backup. I mean, they should just know about that. So Yeah, we beat them at their own game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they laid the blueprint out. And, uh, yeah, if it's Absolutely. fitting that the Eagles are the ones that ultimately locked in Taylor Heineke as uh, the starting moving forward. And that is a perfect transition into the next game where I am scared to death of this game. Uh, Washington is going to Houston, coming off the big emotional Monday night win. Ending the Eagles undefeated season, if I haven't said so already on the show a hundred <laughs> times, over under 40 and a half. Uh, look ahead was two and a half, so a little little bump because of that Monday night win. Jay Mark, are you taking the Texans here? And this is a perfect example of always shop lines because um, just like 20 minutes ago, I saw it at three. So if you can find it at three, I think that's even better. I think this is, is this not the ultimate spit in your face line for commanders? Like yeah. they just beat the last undefeated team in the league. They go face a struggling Texans team. Sure. Texans are good at home. I get that, but only favored by three, it feels off. Now, is it a trap game because they just came off this big upset and emotional win? I don't think so. And here's why. So we all saw Taylor Heineke after the game, right? He had the, the ice around his neck as the kids say, but was Slot he standing? Yeah, was he standing there with his shirt off, dancing around? No, he's there sitting like, yeah, yeah, this is funny, guys, with his fucking bush light, just like, okay, good, cool, guys. I, he's not gonna just like take this emotional ride from beating the Eagles. He's so he's very laid back. I feel like I don't understand the line. I don't think this is a letdown. I think he keeps his team uh, moving in the right direction. And so, yeah, give me your commanders with the three and a half. I like it. I, hey, you know what? You made me feel a little bit better. Chase Young is potentially supposed to make his debut on Sunday, which will be definitely a boost to this defense that is already playing pretty well, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, you saw with the Bears, that was a uh, barn burner that we played about a month ago. So yeah. uh, I'm going to take the points with Texans. I've seen this. This is just a pessimistic uh, Washington fan that I used to winning a big game and then a letdown the following week. So 
I think it's. I think uh, they win it on a walk off field goal. I'll say that another Heineke magic game, kind of like Indy. Makes sense. Um, yeah, that's, we can't blow you... anybody out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too boring. Everything's got to come down to the wire with Heineke. Yeah, but they ended up beating the Eagles by how much? Because of the last play of the game. <laughs> like... Yeah, uh, they covered the Eagle spread eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I hope you're right on that, and that would be uh, definitely a relief if they actually could get a blowout win for a change, but uh, we'll see on Sunday. Moving along to another game that's I, – I mean, if anybody can figure this game out or figure either these two teams or franchises out currently, let me know because I can't figure them out. The defending champ Rams seem to be done. Cooper Cup on the IR going down to New Orleans to take on – these are probably two of the more disappointing teams this season – and the Saints are laying four and a half. Over under is only 38 and a half, yet they're laying four and a half. You riding the home team here and just keep fading these uh Super Bowl champion Rams? I mean, you're right. They, these both these teams had some high expectations, maybe the Rams more than the Saints, but these both doing the Raiders. Yeah, yep. And, and yep. both doing all of them doing poorly. In fact, bottom ten in the league of against the spread, bottom ten straight up with just three wins. I think Stafford's going to be back from that concussion that nobody really knew about until midweek. That was really weird. Like, oh, he's concussed. For what? When? Um, losing Cooper Cup, though, is huge. He is a huge part of their offense. I think the only way the Rams win this game is if they can get that league worst rushing attack going. Right now, they're only averaging 68.1 yards per game. That's yeah. complete bottom. Um, but the Saints are allowing 130 and a half a game which is the 25th worst. So I think if the Rams can kind of tighten up that defense, um, because let's be honest, they're not facing like an elite quarterback, right? So no, I, I do think the Saints probably win this, but I think it's by a field goal. I'm going to take those four points. Is is this uh, the Jameis Winston game? It are might they finally, be. Are they finally going to go to Jameis instead of uh... – this Andy Dalton experiment that just <laughs> is not ending well. The Saints are weird. They win one game, mm -hmm. then they lose two. Then they win one, then they lose two. They've lost two in a row. I'm going to take him to cover the four and a half. It reminds me of uh, the Seahawks game that they were yeah. randomly favored by like four and a half and they barely covered. That line didn't make any sense as well. Kind of like this one. I'm with you. The line probably should be closer to three, which I, 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 I could see Stafford not playing as well. Yeah. I could see them just mailing it in on this season. I was going to say, at this point, what, why? You know, yeah. why have him in there? Especially yeah. if he is banged up. Especially with no Cooper Cup. That's literally their only offense. Right. It's, I will say from a fantasy football standpoint, if anybody has been frustrated enough with Allen Robinson that they've dropped him, go pick him up right now because yeah. he's at least going to get targets. Whether that produces into yards and catches, I don't know, but he will get targets. Yeah. Now, the, these two teams, Vegas – in Denver, they're all the same. They all had high expectations, thought they'd have improved quarterback play, and it just has not happened. And it's all are disappointing. All are in the bottom 10 of uh, offense, whatever statistical category you want to choose. Shark Quinn in the chat. I feel like the Rams have lost their defending champs title at this point. Yes, <laughs> they're pretty much at that point where they're done. I mean, I mean to get embarrassed by Colt McCoy last week, <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're, this is a bad team, and I'm just going to keep fade them. Yep. I, I still think it's a three-point game because I just don't trust the Saints at this <laughs> The point. Saints suck, <laughs> like too. It's yeah, it's just fair. as bad. <laughs> it's fair. It is fair. This could end uh, up being a 3-3 tie. <laughs> this might not be a bad one to tease above 10. Yeah, 
true. Yeah, on the other end. So, speaking of ugly games, our final game of the early slate is Baker Mayfield is back under center for Carolina going to Baltimore. And the Ravens are laying 12.5 over under 41.5. I know there's going to be some bad weather here, I think. Is there any chance Baker keeps us saying within 10? You know who was probably happiest that Baker Mayfield's starting? The Ravens. Yeah. They don't have to They don't have to uh, face the former XFL PJ Walker. Speaking of XFL, draft's going on right now. Make sure you check out Sports Gambling Podcast. We're going to have a bunch of coverage on that. But the thing I don't like is the Ravens haven't covered a, over a six-point spread as favorites since September 11th when they played the Jets. And I do think this defense makes a uh, – <laughs> Shark Quinn is such a comedian. Love it. Um, I, love I do think it. it makes a big difference if Mark Andrews plays, and he did practice today, so I think he yeah. will play. Because without him, their passing game is just so slow. They can't get many people open. Um, and the Panthers were playing inspired football, but I think part of that was because of P.J. Walker. Now they go back to Baker. I really think this um, the Panthers team kind of plays NFC teams close not so much AFC. So this feels like that Cincinnati game where they lost by 21 points. Yeah. I'm going to cautiously roll with the Ravens here um, and take the Ravens in that giant spread. I think this game is personal for Baker to cover. So I think he knows yeah. the line and he's going to get a backdoor touchdown at the end to lose by 10. I, <laughs> I, I, I think the Ravens kind of sleepwalk through this game coming off the bye. They know they got the Panthers. On deck, let me. Who did they have on deck? I meant to look this up before the show. Um, pulling up the Baltimore Ravens schedule because I know they're coming off the bye, and before that they had won. What they beat the Saints on the Monday night game. So I mean that was a big win headed into the bye. And then uh, here we go. I finally got the schedule up. My Jacksonville down Jacksonville. That is not a look ahead. Oh. No. <laughs> I just think it's a sluggish spot for him coming off the big win Monday night going into uh, coming off the bye. So I'll, I'll take the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers have under Steve Wilkes. They've been at least competitive. I know P.J. Walker's been that quarterback, but I think, I mean, Baker's headbutting those guys last week. Maybe he can keep it close. <laughs> or get a concussion. <laughs> definitely, definitely will not be locking this one. I can tell you that. Yeah, this is definitely a gross game. Um, yeah. You know, looking Corner at our TV game. <laughs> absolutely looking at our picks we only agreed on two so either we're both going to be right in the middle or one of us is going to have a really good week and the other really bad well i hope it's you because you uh i picked the texans yeah <laughs> true <laughs> and, true and you uh you hinted at it it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show the lock dog and tease and i know we we're on different sides of a lot of these games so let's dive into these uh or we'll lead it off with your lock yeah, so I completely expected to have another double lock, which we apparently jinxed the Bears last week doing a double lock. So I'm glad we're not having a double lock for your sake because I'm locking up your commanders by three and a half. Oh, oh, oh. I, I definitely. <laughs> Sorry if I just today. jinxed them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pray tonight. Payback's um, a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock up New England again. I'm going to go right back to when we locked them up in New York. I'm going to lock them up in New England. New England minus a three and a half. I hope I can get it at three uh, if it comes back down, but I'll even lock up the minus three and a half. I think they win this by seven to ten points, and Belichick just continuously owns the New York football Jets. Yeah, love it. How about your dog? <clears throat> You probably knew that. I mean, I didn't like a lot of the dogs in general looking at the spreads, but 
probably knew I was rolling with this. I'm going to go with the Bears plus 140. I think the wrong team's favored here. I think the Bears are the better team overall. And I just think, you know, Justin Fields, after that loss against the Lions, sat at his locker route uh, for 45 minutes just in silence. This dude is pissed. And this isn't the first time where he has said, like, he's very frustrated. I love that the quarterback has emotions, you know, after years of Jay Cutler, who did not show any emotions. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I don't care, Jay Cutler. Um, I love that he's got the emotions, and I think it's going to elevate his game even more. I think we're going to see him pass very well against a very poor Falcons secondary. So give me the Bears. How about you? Same. Yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm riding with your Chicago Bears plus 140. I think they get this game this game done outright, and uh, I think the Falcons just continuously struggle. Now, hopefully, we don't jinx them like we did last week. I know, I know. <laughs> We're both taking them. Wood. Yeah, I do have a little parlay too. Um, since I was a small dog, I'm going to start doing a little NFC North parlay. Um, there you go. So I'm going to take my Bears plus three and a half. I'm going to bet on the Lions to lose, so Giants by three, and kind of stepping into the afternoon games here, Vikings plus one and a half. That seems like wrong team favored. That gets you plus 581. I like those odds. I am staying away from the Packers because I'm not sure what to make of that team. I hope they lose, obviously, but I'm just not sure if I if I trust riding with them in the points. I was going to say, I, I was wondering what you were going to do with the Packer game or stay away. Yep. Um, I, for my dog parlay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw the lions in there. Lions and uh, bears. Oh my! So uh, <laughs> let's go, bears and lions, both money lines. So two NFC North road dogs would pay. That is not right. Why is it only saying uh, two to one? Um, <laughs> read off your tease while I figure this damn thing out. <laughs> sure. So I'm going to tease the Ravens down to six because I think they win by at least a touchdown. We're going to tease the Eagles down to half a point. So all they have to do is win the game. And then I'm going to tease the Giants to plus three because I don't think there's any way that they lose. So I got Ravens minus six, Eagles by half point, and Giants plus three. I like those. I like those for the tease options. For me, I am going to tease. I mentioned it. I'm going to tease uh, the Rams up to 10.5. I don't think that either team's going to get blown out in that game. I'm going to tease the Buffalo Bills down to two. And then for my final tease option, I'm going to tease. Hmm. Let's go. Let's go Philly minus the half. Like yeah. It. So the like Eagles it. will win, basically the Bills will win, and then uh the Rams not to get completely blown out by double digits. And I am almost done with uh that money line parlay. <laughs> Sorry, my app is completely choking right now. Here we go. <laughs> that uh Bears and Lions parlay pays out uh plus four seventy. Plus four seventy five to be nice. exact. So yeah, get in on that. I'm I'm gonna ride with those two to get it done on the road. Hopefully Kramer doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Who do the Clemson Tigers play this weekend? You could have Lions, Tigers, and Bears. And then no you can really my, do your yeah. oh my. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um uh, I think before, they play hey, Miami, but I don't know what I think they're probably too favored, too juiced to throw money line in. Yeah, no, they've they've looked awful lately. That's a team that I have. I know we're talking NFL, but Clemson Tigers College, um, I, they've been fraudulent all year, I think. I don't know how they keep winning games. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. So they're pretty much out of the playoff race. Go, everybody, go check out the college football experience with those guys. Uh, I know their shows tonight. If you want to yeah. see some entertainment and get some good picks, that's the place to go. Shout out to uh, Dundee, uh, Patty C, and uh, NC Nick. I love I love when uh, Patty C's wearing those shades in the purple yeah. game you had. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Instant entertainment. So shout out to those guys. Go check out their show. Uh, speaking of show, Jay Mark, tell everybody where to find you and uh, go check out all your good work. Yeah, find me um, on Twitter at JMarkFootball. That's the best place to find it. Check out Old Fashioned Football if you like fantasy football and whiskey. Also going to be hosting the XFL Gambling Podcast coming up. The draft's going on right now, so uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, I'll be tuned in. I, <laughs> I need to find the next Taylor Heineke because that's the best quarterback in about 20 years for my organization. And P.J. <laughs> Walker, shout out to the XFL. Glad yeah. it's back. Uh, everybody go check out uh, me on Twitter whenever you get a chance at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm in the Discord. Hit me up whenever with questions, bets. Always happy to uh, hear from our listeners. And uh, I'm also on the college basketball experience. And despite Ooh. Colby putting him in the smallest of screen, <laughs> he is killing it. Um, as the best in the nation for college basketball picks. So make sure you're checking out all of Moneyline Max content there. Yeah, go go check it out so you can find out who to bet on between Arkansas Pine Bluff and Kent State. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, we pick we pick every single game. So go check out that show. Uh, Shark Quinn, thank you and thanks for having. Thank you for tuning in. Um, sorry about that. I can't talk. Thanks right for now. having us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank you for having us. But uh. You got anything before we get up on out of here? Uh, I'm just looking forward to the Bears turning this season around. Otherwise, I don't want them to win another game except for against the Packers so that we get a good draft pick. (laughs) That way I can act happy when they do lose, too. I'll be like, oh, we're closer to a good draft pick. Spoken like a true fan yourself. Already thinking about the draft and potential scenarios. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, hopefully my team gets it done against the Texans. That's all I got. I look forward to uh, being on the show next week to – day before thanksgiving already we're already at thanksgiving we'll be in the second third of the nfl already so uh good luck to everybody with your bets in week number 12 or sorry week number 11 i can't get the weeks right (laughs) and most importantly don't forget to let it ride